Welcome to the Coach V Show, where iron sharpens iron, together we rise. Here on Island City, where the beach meets the streets, where we will be featuring Brother Brad Dalton, Stand Up 808, and Shout Out to Idaho, where he is the best-selling author of DNA of a Winner and the Best Self Podcast, which is in over 50-plus countries worldwide. Tune in, but... Until then, don't move the dial. Don't switch the station. Because now a word from our sponsors. Maolele. My name is Vilya Ibai, And I'm here today to share what it is that we do as a family, as an active family that both of our kids this fall are participating both in two sports and how vital and important it was for my wife and I, Nurse Martha, who is a professional in the medical industry, that we all are vaccinated and also that our son, who is now eligible for vaccination, will be vaccinated as well. That is what we're doing as a family. Thank you so much for your attention. So do all you can with social distancing. Wear a mask where you can and where it is that's demanded and safe for us and wash your hands. And lastly, get vaccinated. Your Hollywood radio show for personal development with expert insights and interviews to help you, me, and we work to be our best and live our best life. Bringing to you and for your consideration into the deployment into your life leadership and business success frameworks, behavioral models, and life lessons that should you feel that there is some value and juice for you there that you deploy it all over what it is that you do and into the marketplace. Today, here on Island City, where the beach meets the streets, the Coach V Show is featuring from the 208 Idaho represent Brother Brad Dalton. He is a best-selling author, lifelong educator, best self-catalyst speaker, and motivator. Brad Dalton has more than two decades of experience serving others, raising leadership lids and helping others realize the best version of themselves. Brad is also the host of the BEST Best Self podcast, heard on five continents in 60 plus countries globally. Brad's juice is people, specifically people potential. He is leading from the front, serving as a chief encouragement officer to those in the back and helping those in the middle, not just get ahead and or get even, but get ahead uh, are his passions. Welcome to the Coach V Show, Idaho's finest best-selling author and also empowerment coach with my team, 
brother Brad Dalton. Brad, welcome to the Coach B Show. I tell you what, I've never done like any kind of Brazilian butt lift workouts. But if I can envision what that would be like, it's going on right now. I am I am jacked, man. Oh, man, I'm juiced. Thank you so much. I know you're busy. Um, and we are pre-recording this on a Saturday where both of us are doing family, but we're taking the time to uh, really drum up some juice and value that we're going to deploy to the people worldwide. Brother Brad, with no further ado, please, what is your genesis point? And talk to us about what your story is, Brother Brad. Oh, man. Hey, thanks for asking. Thanks for letting me be on this platform. Uh, anybody that knows you knows, uh, man, what there's a lot of people that like to be in your circle uh, because you're that kind of guy. So uh, you're the kind of guy I describe as uh, you've probably got 50 different people that call you a best friend. You're that kind of dude. So I appreciate uh, that. You that. too, brother. Great to have you. Yes. Well, you know, my story you know, the more you do these interviews and stuff like that, the more you, you kind of try to figure that out. I used to, I used to just say I'm, a, I'm an accumulation of stories. That's kind of created the man that you see today. And that mm. still holds true. But, you know, I mean, when I was younger, I was a low self-esteem guy. Mm. I, like to, I like to tell everybody that's in front of me is that there's really not an experience that I haven't heard or can't relate to. Mm. Uh, I'm... the. I'm this pasty looking white guy in the winter of the 208. Uh, so you might think that I, that I couldn't possibly know what, what, uh, what's happening in the, uh, in the shoes of a person that might have come here from a third world country. But you would be amazed some of the stories that I've, I've listened to, the, 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 the tears that have been put upon my chest listening to, uh, I mean, people coming from a different country with no family and no language, having seen their entire family blown up right in front of them, uh, to, you know, just people that have lived here their entire life. Me, I was a low self-esteem guy early on. I was always a good kid. I was the kid that was going to give the playground duty a hug. Uh, that was me. Uh, then I just kind of, I started growing up and I had some incredible, I learned that it's so important to have incredible people around you. And and there was incredible people in my life that that steered me straight. Um, I would say that really when to get to the sexy part, sexier part of my my story, my ascension is when I I was I had the opportunity to have a kiddo on the autism spectrum. Mm. And you know, some people might be out there thinking he just used the word opportunity, but one uh, one uh, you know opportunities don't happen yesterday; they happen today, and I learned that more in that moment. I, I describe it as the 15-minute sucker punch to the gut because my wife and I are both athletes. We're both outgoing. If you saw us at a wedding reception, we'd be dominating the dance floor. Mm -hmm. those, we're those kind of people. And we'd all, we were also career educators. So we'd, we'd had kiddos on the autism spectrum come through, and I'd seen what it looks like for them. I'd seen. I knew what was coming. I knew there was going to be bullying. I knew that there was going to be cyberbullying. I knew that there were going to be people that looked at him funny in the line, in the grocery market, on a plane. I knew that he was going to be looked at differently his whole life just because he's not typical. Mm. And so, you know, that really started a crusade for me. Well, so I had those 15 minutes between the diagnosis, like I left the office, got into my driveway, 
And it, by the time I got into my driveway, I'd felt sorry for myself. My wife and I had, had tears. We were just like, I mean, the talk about your playbook getting destroyed, mm. perceived playbook. And uh, I got into the driveway and I just said to myself, just by myself in the car, I'm not going to do this to him. I'm not going to do this to myself. This isn't fair to him. It's not fair to my family. It's not fair to anybody. For me to sit here and feel sorry for myself, for, for me to feel sorry for anything. So what do I got to do moving forward to create the best life possible for him? Mm. What have I got to do to create the best life? He's, he's three years old. He's got 15 years to go. He's going to graduate in 15 years. How can I make the next 15 years as impactful and positive and opportunistic as how can I do that? And so then, you know, he was a nine to five in therapy kid until he got to kindergarten. But, and he's doing great now. He was student of the month last month. I mean, this mm. is a kid that was banging his head on the concrete out of frustration when he was three. That's mm. what, that, that's where he started and where he is now. But, you know, what the whole thing right there taught me was the success road. It taught me the process. It taught me that not everyone's playbook looks the same. It taught me that what's wrong with non-typical I mean, really, I mean, you mean we, do we really want to blend in in life? We're sitting here thinking that non-typical is a bad thing. Do we really want to blend in as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, as a, as a friend, as an athlete, as a teacher? Do we really want to blend in? We don't want to blend in. We want to be abnormally freaking awesome. We all have abnormal awesome running in our veins. We have ridiculousness. We don't have to search for that. It's already there. Mm. Uh, and so I learned all of this and it really just got, it's like, it's like steroids or a highlighter got put over it in the, in this whole journey and, you know, kind of leading up to where I am now. I, it was about, sorry, this is a long story. No, uh, this is great. Keep going, please. Uh, when I really decided you and I had gotten in touch, I had heard you speak. Uh, well, you and I have had that conversation before. I'm, I'm a, I'm a tough critic on time management, on uh, just people management, on how you teach, not just what you teach, those kind of things. I just, I feel like I'm a good judge of talent on those kind of things. And I saw you speak one time and I was just, I was blown away how, how incredible it was. And the environment you were in was not an easy one. Most people don't get it done in that environment. So I was really blown away and it was that time I think we reached out. We, uh, we'd been at the same church service, had some of the same friends. And then about 18, 24 months ago, I, uh, when COVID hit, being an educator still, I've never wanted to blend in. Mm. And relationships are so important to me. I mean, relationships are the true power grid in life. It's the one thing that we can't let go bankrupt. Mm. And I, I was like, with COVID hitting, like, what am I going to do with my students and clients at the time, how am I going to maintain? Because I'm a face-to-face -face guy at the time. Uh, I, wasn't, I was a small-minded thinker. I wasn't reaching out or anything like that. I was only doing enough to just serve and fill that cup up in my life. And, but I had students from Argentina to Japan to, to the Netherlands all going back home, being shipped back home. And I was like, how am I going to impact them? How am I going to... Uh, still spread this good uh, servant to uh, leadership. How am I going to do it? And I thought, I'll start a podcast. So I start a podcast 
And as you mentioned, I mean, in the first five months, it was in 45, 50 countries, right. and five continents. And man, do you know this? I mean, if someone's not happy, go out and serve. Go out and serve. Mm. I didn't. I wasn't looking to get on five continents. I wasn't even advertising. I wasn't monetizing nothing. All I was doing was helping preach. How do you become a best version of you? How do you create the best version of your community? How do you create the best version of your family? How do you fill up your cup and invest in you? Bet on you. And that's all I, that's all I was doing. And it, I mean, that, that takes no special ability to do that. Everyone can serve. And good things started happening. Tony Robbins, um, one of his former publishers, reached out to me, said, let's write a book. And I wasn't thinking about writing a book, but how do you say no to that crew? So I was like, yeah, yeah, was let's, no get, doubt. let's get on it. And uh, man, we, we produced a bestseller by, by that spring. And it just, it just, the whole thing of, man, I'm selling books to everywhere in the globally. I'm talking to all these people globally. This feels good. My reach can get bigger. And then that's when you and I started stepping up our conversations. I decided to level up my life. And that's led me here today. I mean, I'm working with Viliami Tuavai, flying, helping fly the V formation, speaking coast to coast in 22, living the good life. No, that's awesome, brother. And man, I appreciate you being on the team, but um, I'm featuring you and we're featuring you here on the show because you are very unique. Um, you do have, as your book says, the DNA of a winner. But you also bring that, you know, we, we call it, we both call it the juice of that vibe and that energy that people know this isn't just a, a masquerade. This is about metamorphosis. In that, I appreciate, I appreciate all that in your introduction. Where is it, where is it that you, you change your mindset um, and started to engage that DNA within you that, you're just not uh, an employee, but you you own your life, you own your brand, and that your brand can bring value to the world. Well, I have had the absolute opportunity to be an educator my whole life. I was always a good kid. My my deal is almost backwards. Mm -hmm. I've always served. I've always been a good kid. I, I was a good, I'm a good son, I think. I think, I, I think I've always been good to people. But my issue my entire life was that I was so busy serving others that I never invested mm. in myself. Mm. And I just, I just, I've always, I mean, I've always loved helping others. And I think that's probably been the, it was probably the catalyst for me investing in me. Honestly, that I prob that was probably my catalyst that I saw that I could reach at so many more people. And I was seeing the kind of impact I was having on people. And I knew that to level up in that, I had to level up what's inside me. Mm. I had to level up my soulful leadership, V. I mean, soulful leadership starts from the inside out, right? Mm. And it's a matter of being. And so you start digging into that. And I really liked who I was becoming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of great words out there. The why is so important. The what tells you kind of the meat of everything. But man, when you want to you start seeing me just get fired up, let's talk about who. 
Mm. Who do you want to become? You know, you want to be a different kind of beast. You don't want to look like everyone else. Who? Who? Because I'm a firm believer that in life, God and, and life and business and everything gives you who you are. Doesn't give you what you want. Life gives you who you are. Life, mm. life lets your habits give you life, if that makes sense. You get what your habits, you are who your habits say you are. Mm. And I want to be in the habit of becoming the best version of me. I want to be in the habit of being an inside out thinker, a soulful thinker, a love based thinker. And those are also the type of people I surround myself with. I mean, you're incredible. But if you weren't an inside out thinker, if you weren't soulful, if you weren't so just invested in you and invested in the people in your own circle, we wouldn't be having this conversation because mm. I'm not just going to let anybody inside this. Nobody has permission to get inside my circle or an edge on me without my permission. And uh, so I've, I love helping the tough ones. I mean, I make a living helping tough ones. I, 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 I love helping those peeps. I really mm. do. But to be inside my direct circle, the people that are going to help me gravitate towards the, towards whatever my goals or my identities or my habits are, it takes, I mean, it's like hiring. I'm hiring culture. Mm. I'm hiring character. I'm hiring people that, I mean, I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. I, I want to be around people that are going to help level me up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So subscribing to that, but then also being around, uh, as you see with our empowerment team worldwide, I mean, there are some high level folks. Yeah. Uh, and we're also training some because all of us are at different places in our journey. Sure. But where is in that? Um, do you still trust in yourself that you belong and that you're not intimidated by, because you and I, it's awesome how we have vibed over the past uh, quarter or two and that there is no intimidation. We're a team and we value one another. We allow each other to be each other. But yes, there is a congruence and alignment in that. Intimidation, do you feel that? How do, how do you approach that? And how can others approach that in their life, leadership, and business, Brad? Listen, if, first off, you can look in a row of 10 people, and there's only going to be three people fully committed to anything. Mm. You know, you're going to have a couple people on the fence, and you're going to have people that just, they're unaware that they're unaware. And... And I'm, so I'm not going to get caught. I'm going to, I'm going to try to level them up, but I'm going to level them up just being the best version of me. I mm. wasn't born to live in someone else's movie. Mm. I'm going to twist this plot anytime I want, and I'm not going to worry about them. If I'm being the best version of me, if I'm being my best self, if I'm given everything I've got, I have nothing to be ashamed of. Mm. If I'm prepping myself, if I'm prepping for today and tomorrow, if I'm doing all the th if I'm doing all the right things, I have no reason to worry about what anyone else is thinking of me. Mm. And I, I learned that, I mean, you and I, we, we see this all the time. It, there's always going to be those people. There's always going to be those people that just don't know that they don't know. They, right. you know, they, they think that. And I'm, I'm not saying don't be a 4.0 student or 1600 on your ACT or 
it's not cool to be a millionaire or have a cool title. All those things are cool. Right. But if you don't know what to do with it, that don't mean jack. Mm. That's just a number. And I don't treat any of my clients just like a number. I don't treat my students like a number. I don't, you just have to, if you're, if you're, if you know that you're doing the right things, if you know you're just giving everything you've got, if you're being a good human being, it takes no special ability to be kind. If you're doing mm. all those things, I know it's easier said than done. I mean, people that are really perfectionists and people that have self-image issues, I know this isn't as easy as I'm making it sound. Right. But, but, but what they have to understand is, uh, man, they've got a lot of time left in this world. And you did not wake up to be mediocre. Right. You have greatness in your veins. You, it's running through you as we speak. It is in there. It's in there and it's just ready to be tapped into. And Coach V, we talk about this. We don't, we're not going to live by chance. We're going to live by choice. By choice. Yes, sir. And today I'm going to choose to be a rock star. And everyone on this, everyone listening right now, they can make that choice. And it doesn't have to be massive steps. The first step is just the first step. That's it. And it's just one day, it's one minute, one second, one minute. I mean, let's get granular today, V. I mean, mm. it doesn't have to be big time. Let's get cellular. Let's make small changes mm -hmm. for 21 days. And, you know, 21, 42, 21 days creates a habit. 42 days creates a life. Anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. I don't know if that answers your question or not. No, absolutely. Be you. Do you. I love that. No intimidation. Bring your best. Play the game fair, respectful, and let the cards fall where they may. In that, and when you say granular, um, I think that is an intimidating thing for most people when they hear this from our industry, particularly, Brad, that, you know, success takes massive action. And then a lot of people just be like, okay, shit, massive action. I'm out. I'm <laughs> drowning where I am right now. Right. I ain't got time for massive action, but I love how we, the way you have said it, it's just take that one step. Um, and, and in that we all believe in the personal development space that really is at a high level of helping organizations and people get better and achieve their goals, become more effective and efficient is really that to understand that it's progressive. And it does take massive action, but massive action has less to do with perfection and more to do with consistency. And in that is starting. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's a great spot for us to, in terms of this process to help people go, okay, no, forget the who, what, where, when, how, and why. It's the who, and that who is you. And it's internal. And the other question for the who is not the why that's what your purpose is, but it's the why that's why not you, Amen why not that. me. So then from there, the first courage and the courageous action is somewhere internally within the mind, spirit, or soul, according to what you think. But there has to be some type of start. Talk about that, the courage to start. Mm. Well, I would say this before we get going, that bigger isn't better, better is better. Yes, sir. 
you know, and self-worth isn't based off achievement. Self-worth is based off effort. And so, again, it takes no special ability to hustle. Everyone's got the hustle juice in them. Everyone's got it. And so the, to starting it is you have to believe that. Mm-hmm. And the hardest thing about life sometimes is seeing, you know, everyone's, a lot of people, most people say you got to believe it to see it. But it's really the other way around. You got to see yep. it to believe it, right? Yeah. And I mean, you look at any the success road, you can't see the, the success road. You can't see the end of the success road because there is no end of the success road. Success isn't a destination. And so it's just, it's, it's coming to grips and being around people like the V train and putting the right people around you to help you buy into these concepts. Cause if you can't, if you can't square yourself away with your mindset and mm. you can't empower yourself, you can't motivate your others. You can't even motivate yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, I would take an inventory. I would start, if you're looking like, where do I start? How do I start this? Where do I, how do I even take the first step? Well, we have to recognize what the what is. The what is the, the issue. The what is the problem. The what is the meat of everything. What is it I'm trying to achieve? Mm. So, we look at our habits. Like we said before, you are who your habits say you are. So, check out your habits. Start taking an audit. You can take an audit of your attitude. You can take an audit, audit of your reactions, you can, any kind of behaviors, start taking an audit of those things. And what that does is that helps you start becoming aware. And when you start to become aware, you start to get clarity. And when you have clarity, now you can start really starting to figure out what your why is. And when you get your why, now you have an emotional connection. Mm. Now you have a reason when there's resilience because there's gonna be friction and there's gonna be inconvenience and there's gonna be struggle, but when you have a why, you're gonna be more apt to lean into it. Like, V, if I, was, if I was driving right now, if I was driving right now, I'm gonna ask you this, if I was driving right now and my back of my car started to fishtail left, I'm in snow, it starts to fishtail left, am I gonna turn the steering wheel left or right? You're, you're in California, so this might be a tough one for you. Yeah, this is, it was a tough one for me when I was living in Boston, <laughs> right? So you, you, you don't, you don't adjust opposite. You yes. go with it. Yes. 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 So if my back of my car started going cray cray to the left, I'm going to turn my wheel to the left. Mm -hmm. And that's just like struggle. Mm -hmm. If I, if I run away from struggle, if I run away from friction, I'm just going to be doing these, doing these circles and out of control and who knows. But if I lean into it, hey, it still doesn't guarantee me that everything's going to be super cool if I'm in snow or inconvenience or struggle. It doesn't guarantee you, Jack. Mm -hmm. But what it does guarantee you is that you have a shot to be your best self. It mm -hmm. has a, gives you a shot. And um, so that's what I would, that's what I would do. I would take an inventory because it adds self-awareness, adds clarity. It starts to give you a little bit better understanding of, because the obvious answer is generally not the obvious answer. Most people look at a problem and they just, they're right there. They're looking at the end result. 
But as you know, in almost every phase of life, where we're talking about football or financing or personal development or whatever, there's usually a snowball effect. There's layers to this bad boy. And then you lead to your why. And man, life gets good when you got your why. Mm. No doubt, no doubt. In that inventory, and we're still on this question, so where do we start? So we're starting that response from Brad as take inventory, look within. And then what's the next step from there, Brad? Well, the next step is uh, you've found your why, you found your what, now you start. You get to start working on your who. Because you found it, now you're... You're keeping track of this, and we've already mentioned it. It's one of your staples. It's a fantastic one. I, I use it every day now. Uh, that if you can, you can figure out your why. Now you start tracking. You track it every single day. So I would encourage everybody to have a calendar or create a spreadsheet or some sort of grid, and you just you just mark an X each day. You you accomplish that task, that habit. You did it doesn't matter whether you did it one time or 50 times, you did it, all right? And then you're trying to do it two days in a row and three days in a row. And your ultimate goal is to do 21 days in a row. That's right. Now, if you don't, if you don't get it 21 days in a row, it's cool. It's cool. You're not starting over. You just ha give yourself some grace. Still give yourself a high five. You still have the permission uh, to roll out of bed, let your toes touch the floor and feel gratitude for living this day and, and, and having an opportunity to slay this day. It's totally cool. But you're going to have to keep doing that until you can get 21 days in a row. But once you get 21 days in a row, it starts becoming ingrained mm -hmm. in, in who you are. And V, have you ever have you ever read the book Talent Code? I, say that again. Talent Code? No, I have not watched. Uh, you'll you'll love it or read it. You'll love it. You'll love it. It's getting a little sciency, but if you know, we have these nerve fibers and for those of you that are watching, um, I'm holding a, and those of you can't see us, I got a pencil right in front of me. If this pencil was a nerve fiber, mm -hmm. every time we have a negative thought or a positive thought, we wrap that nerve fiber. It's, it's called myelin. Mm -hmm. Uh, you wrap it around it. Let's say it's negative. Let's start with negative. You wrap it around that one time, and then you have that negative thought. It could be about a person. It could be about a, your job. could be about your boss. could be about your coach. could be about anything. Something negative. Well, you keep having that thought, and what you're doing is you're mummifying that nerve fiber with negative stuff. And here's the thing, man. It never goes away. Mm. You'll never, ever, ever get rid of it. The only thing that can save you is by creating positive thoughts, saying yes to yourself, betting on yourself, investing in yourself, empowering yourself the all, over and over and over, and eventually you, you have the ability to re-mummify it. So again, we have the choice. We have the choice. And these aren't, guys, these aren't theories. These aren't thoughts. These are facts. It mm. is a fact that you could rectify your life today mm. if you choose. That's right. So then now you're going to tie that into 21 
And you say the term, 21 to how many days, Brad? 21 days to create a life, 42 days. No, 21 days to create a habit, 42 days to create a life. Yes, sir. And what does that mean to you? And explain what that is. Yeah. Well, the skinny there, man, is we're not searching for Ferraris in life. We're searching for a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone, everyone, the, the people with their lens in the wrong place are searching for things. We're searching for a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, once you start creating a lifestyle, I mean, now you start to get to really design your life. I mean, when it's become who you are, you don't even have to think about this anymore. Mm. You just, it just oozes. I mean, you don't sweat. You leak awesome. <laughs> just, right. just like without even thinking about it. It's just, it's part of who you are. It's your soul. I mean, it's in your soul now. So... The cool thing, you know, it's moving forward. When you start to become someone that you you yourself like to look at in the mirror, mm. when you start to be proud of your accomplishments, there's nothing wrong of being proud of your accomplishments. When you start to feel like you have the ability to serve people, and we all can, but not everyone believes that. Not everyone feels they're worthy, even though even though you are. We're all worthy. Uh, you are enough. Uh, you could start creating a schedule. I mean, you start designing your family vacations. You start making more money. I mean, there's stats out there. V, you probably know more stats than I do on this stuff. But, man, as you start to become a different kind of beast, as you start believing, as you start becoming more empowered, I mean, your wages go up. Your, your goals that you set start getting accomplished. You... You retain all the good stuff in life. You start retaining it more. And I, I read a stat, kind of rabbit trailing here, but I read a stat today by uh, that came out with, from Forbes where only 8%, 8% of the 2022 goals that people are setting right now or January 1st are going to be accomplished. Eight. Eight percent. How many of those people are following 2142? How many of those people are looking at their goals as a destination? I mean, how many people are thinking of their goals as a good destination? And it, success isn't a destination. Mm -hmm. Success is the road. It is the road. And if it, it kind of, I mean, I'm circling back, but if we would create more to-be lists and less to-do lists, mm -hmm. if we were more growth conscious unless goal conscious how many of us would finish our goals i mean how many of us would become the kind of beast and animal and success story and family person and whatever if we focus more on being because that's what soulful leadership is it's a sense of being and who doesn't want to be better at the soul better at the core but everyone's always so focused on goals and goals are good don't get me wrong. We got to have goals. Don't get me wrong on that. But you don't get to your goals focusing on your goals. Mm. You get to your goals focusing on who do you want to become. Understanding what your what is. Understanding what your why is. Your to-be list. No, I love that to-be list. I love that. In that, and you've already alluded to this by, you know, your transfer, your overall transformation and your lifestyle with you and your wife, with your son being on the autism spectrum. How, how does that, um, how, how is it that uh, 
everything that is our struggle and our success, that's the journey. Mm -hmm. um, and so many people uh, distinguish that there's only one road or the other, which at least in my experience, Brad, you tell me you and your wife's experience, both with the autism uh, aspect of how the challenges of that are, uh, but how the struggles and the successes are really life's paths. Yeah. This yeah. is really the journey. And the people that are thinking that you're either you're either on track or off track, but those are two different ones. Right. Your, your thoughts on that? Your yeah. thoughts on that. Man, I I really appreciate you asking. I I do love talking about this. Uh, yeah, as you know, I mean the the success road is one road. Friction, mm. success, you name it. It's the same, it's the same road. We're all on the same road. Some of us are traveling a little slower than others. Mm. Some of us are investing in others. Some of us aren't. Some of us are investing in ourselves. Some of us aren't. And we don't all start at the same spot. Right. So that, Real you know, talk. that's you know, you know what I mean? I mean the Real talk, yeah. The uh the thing that I've learned is we we gotta we've gotta one, meet ourselves where we're at. And two, you know, with our kiddo on the spectrum, and but you know, this is our kid on the spectrum. But I mean, we could talk about your incredible kids too. You could talk mm. about someone in Bangladesh right now. Anyone's kids. We all, they're all different. They all have their own playbook. No two are the same. And uh, I kind of lost train of thought there. Uh, You're just talking about the our road. Oh, and then every kid has there you go. some type of challenge, right? Right. Yeah, we just got to meet them where they're at. I mean, oh, I love that. You know what I mean? You just got to meet them where they're at. I mean, that's the beauty of coaching, whether it be on the gridiron or personal development. The the best part, man, is the growth part. And mm -hmm. you really learn that as I mean, I've I've learned it me personally. I've learned it as a parent. But you, I've really, really learned to appreciate it with a kiddo on the spectrum. I can't, uh, you know, almost want to get emotional just talking about it. It's, right. it's just, just, you know, him specifically where he started. He's doing really well right now. But like I, I alluded to at the front end, uh, I'll, just, I'll just be vulnerable and share it. I mean, I, he was... He was the kid in the grocery market who would bang, literally bang his head on the on the concrete on the floor when he was overstimulated. Mm -hmm. He wasn't necessarily mad. Kids on the spectrum get overstimulated. He has he had to wear ear like headphones in assemblies. He ate in the detention center in junior high mm -hmm. because the cafeteria was too loud. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've had season tickets to Boise State football games almost my entire life, all but two years. And he's only been to one game because the noise hurts his ears. Uh, and we had to, who would have thought you would have had to hire a play therapist for your kid? Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I was a kid that got home, changed in different clothes. I went to the park across the street and we played two on two, whatever, until it was time to eat. That was yeah. my lifestyle as a kid. He was never going to live that. And so just going from that to, I mean, other stories that I, I probably won't share, but he he just, uh, I mean, and then, you know, last fall, he, his, you know, another tough thing, man. Boy, I'm just letting it out here. 
He he's never had a friend his entire life. Mm. No sleepovers. We haven't had anybody at our house. We've, you know, I've never, he, I've never, uh, and his best friend was his brother. His brother went to college this fall. Mm -hmm. So his only friends were Cooper's friend, our oldest. And so he, he was left going into his first year of high school with his best friend gone, his brother gone. It was a rough start, man. But uh bringing it full circle he gets student of the month last month mm -hmm. and it's a it's just a great example of it doesn't matter where you're at you got to meet yourself where you're at we all have different starting points who knows what our lids are but i know that we can raise our lids and we can raise the lids of others he without even trying has raised my leadership lid mm -hmm. he's made people around him better and he doesn't even know it, but that's life too. Mm -hmm. I mean, coach, you go into a grocery market today and you're checking out. And I think this is probably just the kind of guy you are. You probably smile at him. You might even see the name tag on there. Felicia, have a great day. Or, yeah. hey, thanks Felicia. Or maybe even start small talk while you're there getting your checkout. Well, it's not just about Felicia. There was a seven-year-old that just saw you do that. Right. There was another adult that just saw you do that. I mean, you're paying it forward, and you don't even know you're paying it forward. You don't have to be on the spectrum to do that. We all have that ability, and that's why I always say it takes no specialty to be special ability to be kind, and, and you can be positive. Who doesn't want positive in their circle? I mean, mm -hmm. pos positive... I call that take-home value. You're right. I, I'm looking. I'm looking to go back to work if I know it's going to be a positive experience. If I think it's if I'm going to be surrounded by a bunch of negative people, destructive energy vampires, mm. I want no part of that. But man, every time I have a conversation with you, bam, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing my students and my clients and the people. I cannot wait to be in a position of impact. And I'm, I don't, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but you know, that's called creating your own culture too. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you create the culture that you, you want to be around. You have that ability as a hiring person, hiring, you have that ability as a parent, you have that ability as an educator, as a businessman, as an entrepreneur. The moment you meet someone, you're having qualifying calls for whatever business you're in or you're a real estate agent or you're having a whatever, some sort of gathering where it could potentially monetize or there could be impact. Man, the moment those people step in to the Zoom, to the building, to the office, you're building culture mm. because culture is king. If your culture sucks, your environment sucks. Mm -hmm. And a positive culture is one that everyone wants to come around. People want to be around that. And yeah, I guess, again, coming full circle, my little man has really helped me recognize all these things. Sometimes it's been really difficult. There's been moments where I, I've said to myself, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know mm. what to do next. I mean, just being just laying it out there. I'm as I'm I feel like I'm one of the most positive guys. Generally, I feel like I'm a positive guy. 
And I've even gotten so for those of you, you those of you parents or or workers or empl- or you know whatever bosses out there, where you're getting to the point where I don't know if I can do this. You can. You can and you will. Mm. You can and you will because it's in your veins. It's in your. It's running inside you. You were built for greatness. You were mm-hmm. built to win. And for that reason, you're going to keep plugging and you're going to do what you got to do. I mean, sometimes you do got to cut the cord because they don't fit your culture. They don't fit what you're looking for. And that doesn't make them a crummy person. They're just not a good fit. So, yeah. No, I love that. And in that, one of the main questions I get when I'm on podcasts or somebody's interviewing me on TV or radio, they're, they're always talking about that. Like, V, I've been around you in person. I've been on around you in a zoom like what is this source of like your joy and your positivity (laughs) and i think for anybody that's around me they may mistaken uh because i cuss so much (laughs) (laughs) is that that's not because of my faith you know um i am so positive and i think there's like just a 1a and a next 1a one is because I, i am so faithful um and then two is because i have such a myriad of experiences of negativities that now at 46 it just makes the sunny days more sunny and not all of those were because of my circumstances or because of critics haters or other people you know a lot of times it was just because of my own self-sabotage um and the way that it is that i uh gravitated to and made wrong choices and all those things but the one thing that i do um because one of my main quotes is life is struggle struggle is life misery is optional is that though i will not make the same mistake again and people will often say brad right they were like man if i had to do it over again i would do it the same i'm like not my not me no my ass no (laughs) you know i don't think i could make it uh if i did it and it happened like that again but what it is that i do value from those negative experiences um whether it is being overlooked um i have been overlooked uh skipped for opportunities uh i have been demoted uh i have been fired i have self-sabotaged my own um opportunities is that now people are like man you're gonna go speak at that elementary school for that amount of money and i'm like hell yeah i am (laughs) i couldn't get a free gig if it was going out of style back in 2011 (laughs) i mean that makes me appreciate that if i'm not working on this day and somebody wants to hire me hell yeah i'm gonna go and speak at that elementary school or because those (laughs) opportunities become really what they are in full awareness and appreciation when you've never been given an opportunity when you've always had to chase opportunity in that just talk about how 
how the negatives and the issues that you face and the challenges both within your career. I mean, being a teacher these days with with these so-called millennials, and I don't I don't blame millennials. I I, I actually blame the parents yep. and the adults that train the millennials to be millennials. Sure. I mean, but that's another discussion. But sure. with all of the challenges, Brad. Don't those challenges, those failures, setbacks, the haters, the critics, your own self-doubt, mm. does that not make the sunny days and us to be more up, especially at, at my age? Oh, yeah. Right? Your thoughts right. on that, Brad? Oh, amen to all of that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I still am an educator. I love it too much to get rid of it. Uh, just the opportunity to have an impact on young people's lives five days a week, guaranteed uh, it's just, it's, I love it. I love it. I've, I've, it's crazy how it happened for me. I originally just wanted to be a college baseball coach. So, mm-hmm. um, I had to, t- had to have some sort of degree. So I went the teaching route and then and along the way, everything flip flopped. It's crazy how it happened, but it is tough to be a, an educator right now. Uh, they're fried, fried. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, victimitis going on out there. There's a lot of negativity, frankly. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, they, they don't feel, what's the word? They don't feel uh, appreciated. Mm. They don't want to feel appreciated. And you're surrounded by it. So it's never been more challenging. Most of them are still working their butts off for kids. They're still getting after it, for sure. Um, but... But a lot of them, they're just putting up that front. They're kind of like, have you ever heard the kind of rabbit trail in here? Have you ever heard the coffee bean? Yes, sir. Yeah, they're the egg. The egg, the you potato, know, and the coffee bean. Yes. Yeah, and I describe it as the ice cube, the egg, and the coffee bean. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. You know, and, and for those that don't know that, just real quick, you got you got a boiling pot of hot water. The hot water is adversity, struggle, inconvenience, all that jazz. And if you were to put an ice cube into that hot water, it melts. And you're, so you don't, want to be, you don't want to be someone that melts when things get tough. Mm. And then you've got the egg. The egg, if you look at the egg when it's boiling, you know, just through the hot water, everything looks cool. Like still, it's still in the, relatively the same shape, somewhat same color, all that stuff looks cool. But what you don't realize is that the egg is hardening on the inside. Mm. It's hardening on the inside and you can't see that. And, you know, that's what a lot of healthcare workers, a lot of teachers, there's a lot of people out there that are the egg right now. The coffee bean, the coffee bean is what you want to be. The coffee bean, when you put a coffee bean in hot water, man, everything gets better. I mean, V, I know you love your coffee, brother. And man, you put that coffee bean in there. And the cool thing about the coffee bean is that one bean, that one bean changes the entire dynamic. Like the, the water tastes better. If you like coffee, you think it smells better. Everything gets better. That's what you want to be. And that's what ultimately all these people, you, me, and we, we all want to be the coffee bean. But there's a ton of people out there that are the egg right now. And I would just urge everyone, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I would just urge everybody to, to do something about it. This is no way to live, man. You're not operating. You're not operated by a clock in life. You're operating by the desire to be the best version of you tomorrow. 
and do something about it. Get, I mean, talk to somebody. Go get coached. Coaches get coached. If Tom Brady has a coach and Tiger Woods has a coach and Viliami Tuvai has a coach, rock stars, right? Yes, sir. Who am I to not have a freaking coach? If we got these people, I mean, the best get it. Those who get it, get it. And I would just urge, there's no fun being an egg. Mm. It's no fun being an egg, man. This life's supposed to be fun. Parenting's supposed to be fun. Mm. If you're in a workforce where you're not having fun, let's do something about it. Yeah. Find something that you're great at. Find something that drives you. Find something that you're passionate about. There's no reason. I mean, this mission that I'm on, this personal development mission and, and coaching and and doing what what you and I are doing together, V, this this is, I meet those three things. It drives me. I have a chance to be great at it, and I'm passionate about it. Everyone can get that. No, that's awesome. In that, um, B-Dalt, we're, we're, we're on a time restriction here. So mm -hmm. from here on out, let's be precise. Okay. okay. Um, let's take a minute. And, and, and so in that, take a minute to a minute and a half. What is Brad Dalton's message to the world? Oh, invest in you. Mm. The best investment you will ever make in life is the one you make in yourself. You don't need anyone's permission to mm. be your best self. Your best self will never waste your time. And your best self is waiting. Like it's it's ready to rock. It's saying, hey, dude, I'm ready for you to put your foot on the gas whenever you are. And you do that, you do that and everything gets better. Because when you're the best version of you, you're also serving. And when you serve, you're happy. You find people that aren't happy in life, they're probably not serving. All right, so... Uh, I, you know, I, I don't need, I don't even need 90 seconds. I'm just going to tell you people right now, don't base your self-worth off achievements. It's not, it's, you know, achievement, ach self-worth is commitment to you mm. and taking it one last step further, commitment, commitment's not 50, 50, it's hundred, hundred and mm. commitment is staying true to your word long after the mood in which you set it in has passed. Mm. So be committed, be committed to you, be committed to the best version of you and your life is going to get so good. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. I love that. Invest in you. Oh, I love that. Talk about uh, anything that you'd like to promote. So I would love for you to share at this time. How do people hire you? How do they get a hold of you? How do, how do, how do we buy your book? Um, if they want to reach out to you, how do they connect? And what is the current project that you're working on? Please. Got a couple things I'm rocking. Uh, one, I'm with uh, I'm with Coach V, and I know this isn't about him, but it's one of the things I'm doing. So I'm just going to get it in there, VT. Uh, I I jumped on with Big Dog, not because I had to, but because I wanted to. Ooh. I have I have lots. I have. I'm an MVT. I mean, I, I have had to learn to learn what my most vital tasks are. I was the chronic multitasker, way too many things going on. 
and I started getting in with this big cat and I've really streamlined the awesome in my life. Mm. And um, that's one of the things that I would encourage everybody to do. I'm not just saying this. I, I'm not make. I'm not. I'm not going to get any kickback off this call right here. So <laughs> it's coming straight from my heart. If you want to become a better version of you, I would reach out to myself. You can. You can get me at a hello at braddaltongroup.com, or I would reach out to Coach V, and we'll set you up. We'll. And we're not going to go out selling you something right off the bat. We're just going to have a little talk and a relationship and see where you're at in the world and and see how we can support you and all that and if and if it goes further than that it goes further than that if it's if it's not we'll still do everything we can to help you and that program is incredible people i've seen people like literally crying coming off these calls they've been so moved i'm not lying i've been on multiple calls where people are so moved and then i get emails and texts that i haven't even shared with you coach of people that are guys it's not like these people aren't making money we've mm. got We've got millionaires. We've got people that are owning companies and just slaying it. We've got public educators that are doing phenomenal things on these calls. I mean, and they're just blown away. So that's one thing that's going on. I'm also going to be speaking coast to coast. I haven't got my entire schedule mapped out yet. So if if you've been listening in this in this little awesome. Uh, little window here in the last hour or so uh and you think that i have the juice for you mm. then uh you can get a hold of me also at hello at braddaltongroup.com i would love my my juice is people people potential and impact so i would be totally down with having that conversation you can get a i mean i'm pretty active on linkedin i'm pretty active on instagram best underscore self you I've been told I need to do some TikTok, Coach V. So, so get it. Somehow I'm getting that. And uh, yeah, those are the best ways to get a hold. Those are the things I'm most excited about. And um, the book, if you type in Brad Dalton, DNA of a Winner on Amazon, it'll pop right up. Uh, it's for everybody. I know I'm supposed to niche this bad boy up. But the truth is, you could be an educator, you could be a hospital uh, official, you could be uh, anything. I mean, credit unions, uh, you name it, entrepreneurs. I've had people as young as 13 years old buy it. I've had families buy it so they can read it together. So it's for everybody because there's, the best self doesn't discriminate. The yes, best sir. self is universal. We can all be the best version of us. Very good. Man, we're jamming. I love it. Uh, that'll give us some time for the hot seat. And then lastly, it, just in terms of this segment, for all of you that are just tuning in, you're tuning in with the best-selling author of DNA of a Winner, my brother, Brad Dalton. We are on a similar project, but he also has his own platform where he's speaking nationwide. Um, so please reach out to him in that we're on the final phase of just this segment is who are your shout outs, mm. brother Dalton? Who, who, who would you love to shout out? Oh, man. Uh, shout out to my wife that's far cooler than I am. Shout out to all the other people in there that look as Caucasian as I do when I'm next to Coach V. I mean, there's three, 
There's three sure for, sure for sure things in life, death, taxes, and every time I'm on a call with V, I'm extremely Caucasian. <laughs> uh, but a shout out, you know, I haven't talked about my oldest son a lot, Cooper. Yeah. Uh, he, he, my, he just, he was, he was home for the holidays, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You just wait, dude. Your kid leaves and I'm so proud of him, but damn, that's tough. Going to see him, uh, they have their opening doubleheader. He's playing college baseball. Opening doubleheader over President's Day weekend, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's awesome. Uh, I, I got a couple other real quick. One, all educators out there, keep plugging. Healthcare workers, I love you. I appreciate uh. you. I appreciate you. I know you don't hear it enough. Mm. Uh, you, you don't hear it enough, but you are appreciated. And, uh, man... There are people out there that are just thinking, God, thank God for you. You are a blessing. So just know that. Uh, I'd also like to give out shout out to my uh, my sister. I, we, you know, we, we this show isn't long enough to go into all my family, but my sister, she uh, she she's had a rough go. She was a runaway. She didn't get her she she didn't get her high school degree. She got pregnant twice before eighteen. Got into all the wrong things. But uh, today she's slaying it. Awesome. Got her GED, the best grandma on the planet. Uh, anyway, I'll switch there. I got all, dude. You, 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 I could give shout outs all day. I'm so thankful. I'm thankful that I my feet are on the ground right here. So, sir. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So, thank you for that. Uh, so, we're now on the hot seat where I'm going to put a couple of questions to uh, Brother Brad Dalton. Uh, he is the best-selling author of DNA of a Winner and speaks nationwide. His podcasts are in countries all over the world. I even heard out in the outer planets outside of our solar system. They're starting <laughs> to check him out. So, yeah. so uh, let's talk about here. Here's the thing about amazing people. They, they really don't have anyone behind them especially their spouses. And people often say that, you know, every, behind every great man is a great woman. Uh-uh. I, I haven't experienced that. I've noticed that every high-level billionaire, millionaire, hundred thousandaire, quarter thousandaire, quarter million thousandaire, and highly successful person for government agencies, national agencies, county, city officials, uh, Everybody has somebody right next to them. How important, because you say that all the time, and I can't wait to get, get the wobble and do some line dancing with Martha and I and you and your wife. Oh, Man, I can't wait. Play it. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> um, but in that, talk about how important it is to make sure that you're not casual on your romantic relationships and that you make sure because your spouse, your significant other, however you choose to define that is huge in terms of not only your success, Brad, but your ability to also experience joy, peace, happiness, and fulfillment and love in life. Your oh, thoughts. Well, Brad. man, you don't live a full life if, you're, if your relationship is uh, not strong. I mean, it takes, it takes its toll on everything. Oh. And, I mean, talk about stress. Stress, how can you be your best self anywhere if you're not great at home? Mm -hmm. I will say this. Uh, you can't treat your relationships like a hobby. Oof. 
You know what I mean? You can't you can't create create you can't create the best life, the life that you're looking to live if you're if you're treating your marriage or partnership or relationships or your being a father or or whatever uh, if you're treating it like a hobby you can't shoot from the hip you know we're, we talk a lot of business and personal development and all this stuff but like you kind of you're kind of getting that like we're talking about all this stuff but it's so easy to get married to the wrong things oh you know what i mean it's so hard it's it's so easy to like get your lens and your eyes caught in the wrong place and you completely miss life i mm. see that all the time i see that you probably see that all the time people don't have their lens in the right place so that would be yeah i mean that's the advice i'd give and that's the, that's the that's the life i try to lead i try to always make sure i compliment my wife you know on every single call i think you've probably 100 percent of our calls she's one of the first things i talk about yeah absolutely um in that i'm gonna leave uh, a little bit more time instead of getting to a second third or fourth question for brad to have a final final but i, I do want to thank you brad for coming on the show um and i want to thank everybody for tuning in i'm so grateful you know i started this show back um 20 2020 and there's been a lot of challenges since <laughs> i mean i haven't even been in studio because of covid in years uh, literally. And so for everybody who tunes in either on the airwaves out of Dash Radio from Hollywood, California, or on Facebook Live or on the YouTube channel or on the podcast that releases on Tuesdays, I'm just so grateful to make it here to 2022. This is the first show of the year and to feature someone like Brad Dalton, who's bringing this vibe, this energy man, I could just sit back and just allow somebody to bring that juice while I just, you know, kind of guide this ship in that. Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you to Brad for tuning in as well. Uh, Brad, what's your final final for the Coach V show? Man, I would just, you know, there's still a lot of noise in the world, uh. a lot, lot of negativity. And I would just, I would just encourage all of us to be forward minded, mm. be forward minded, one, because opportunities don't happen yesterday, they happen today. Mm -hmm. And two, uh, being forward-minded, it clears space for growth. And the growing part is the fun part. Mm. Life should be serious fun. And so invest in you, be forward-minded, be positive, be a culture creator, be a culture shifter, and you make it a great day. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for that. Thank you to Brad Dalton. Uh, he is the best-selling author of DNA of a Winner, which you could just Google or you could go on to Amazon and you could pick up that book there. If you have any issues of getting a hold of Brad to book him for any speaking engagements or just to connect with him, it would be my pleasure and that of my staff to connect you. Uh, thank you so much again, Brad, for coming on. And it is uh, for so many different reasons that people tap into this show, um, we just had a client who signed on who's watched every single episode, and he's from Hawaii. Shout out to Tawa. Uh, he just um, subscribed to the Genesis group that launched this, this past month. But in that, the reason why we tune into shows like this or that you tune into podcasts 
like the Best Self Podcast or the Anything It Is That Brad or people that are always trying to help you level up. This is the deal, right? So that not only do you achieve your success, but you could translate that success into joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, love, and family time. And that you listen to this show, yeah, it might, it might be partly for us, but so that you can become the best you that you can be. In that, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see everybody next Mana Motivation Monday, February. Bring it on. It is love month. Thank you so much for everybody for tuning in and to brother Brad again for coming on the Coach V show and lending us his time. Shout out to his amazing wife and his two awesome sons. 208 area stand up. You got a proud thing to, to have in the brother Brad Dalton. We will see you next time on the Coach V show where iron sharpens iron. Together we rise. From your boy Brad Dalton, your boy Viliami Tuivai. Until next time. Peace.